Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Second down, eight. Adeniji at the right tackle. Look out. He got away from Owe. Dancing his way. Look at the footwork. Look at the drive. Being chased by Urban. Oh, my. show for you today. We've got a lot of exciting things to discuss. Since the Bengals obviously just finished. Yeah. Yes, they just finished playing the Baltimore Ravens, yes. John. And John yeah. doesn't have much time. No. So, John. Let's start with John. Doing? Let's just start with Why'd John. Why do you say that? John, you said you have to go. And the viewers don't have to know that. Yeah. Well, John. they'll know when you go. John, I'm let's, Irish. let's. That's how we say goodbye. So, so John, uh, let's cut to the chase here. How concerned should I be about the problems on the Bengals' uh, offensive line going into this Ravens playoff game that we, the Bengals have? Let's just cut to the chase. Tell me, tell me. Here's, here's how concerned you should be. Not at all. And I say Why? that because, because, first of all, you can only control things that you can control, right? What, what's the worry about how the Bengals' offense performs against a defense that knows them so well because they've faced them twice a year, they study them all year, they study them all offseason because this is, this is AFC North, right? The, like, the Ravens know that they have to stop the Bengals' offense if they have any sh- shot of getting over top of them in, in, the, in the division, right? The Ravens' defense is really good. They were out there in full strength and capacity on Sunday. Sands, I guess, only Marcus Peters, right? Marcus Peters is not even that great of a cornerback nowadays anyways. But that full front seven was out there. Roquan Smith was playing his tail off. Like The, the Ravens' defense is really good. It's by far the best challenge that the Bengals' offense has in this entire side of the AFC playoffs. So I think no matter what, like the Bengals offense will have struggles against the Ravens defense, but even still like when they look like they were actually trying out there, they put up some decent production out there in the first half. And obviously things changed as the game progressed that they didn't, appear to be looking as trying as hard or opening up most of the playbook as the game went on and that led to seven punts from drew chrisman but no i I wouldn't be that worried that that this offense is going to completely crap the bed in the playoffs no well they couldn't get any first down in the second half almost i mean yeah the the offense didn't look bad it looked horrible and and joe burrow looked like he couldn't get any passes off and honestly and you're saying it was a simple playbook fine but even with that simple playbook, this is one of the most elite offenses in the NFL. They couldn't. It was. It was. It was one down, two down, three down, punt. One down, two down, three down, punt. Take it down. There you go. There you get punt. And and honestly, we were all sick of it. 
Yeah. Now, I So I felt the same way. I think I sent you guys a note afterwards and was like, should I be worried? I feel scared. Well, look. But I'm not. You, no, you shouldn't and be worried. And John has helped me not be scared. Yeah. And so a few other th- folks. There's also this, there's also this aspect. Th- yeah. This game matters. Sure, the matter just to avoid flipping a coin to, to see like where the game was played. But we know that when the chips are down, when you absolutely need points, when you need offensive production, when the stakes are at its highest, that's when the Bengals offense under Joe Burrow plays the best. The stakes were not at its highest here. The, the Bengals weren't trying to score 30 out there. They were just trying to keep the Ravens offense at bay. And knowing what the yeah. Ravens offense was out there, they knew that the fight just wasn't really there. But Anthony John, Brown wasn't l- going to do anything. Look, John, you are not a former football player. Hoji, yes, he was a QB coach. Yeah. But I did request, I did petition to let the Bengals to let me try out. So I'm the closest to being, I mean, obviously, I'm not, you know, Bridget, I don't want to assume anything. But I think even Bridget hasn't played football. Mm. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about playing the game of football. All of right. Even Bridget, listen. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. You have to be solely focused on the task at hand. You have to be thinking about playing football. And this is why we see the Super Bowl hangovers. This is why we see all the weird stuff. The Bengals, it wasn't just what happened on the field with Lamar Hamden. It was also the, the whole aftermath and the whole, hey, the NFL is not, you know, they, they didn't give us anything. They NFL hate us. The other teams. Yeah, the NFL. We, we the have, NFL hates us. And Why don't you just call it as you see it? The NFL hates the Bengals. Let's be we honest, all know John. it. Let's it's anti bengalism There's a new report out, and this was on your website, John, CincyJungle.com, this comment about... It's also your website, Daddy. Yeah. It is a lot of people's websites. It's the people's website. And someone said that, look, Mr. Their coach, he uh, basically, they say that he left Buffalo right after the game and didn't even visit Hamlin. So he was just basically trying to avoid the forfeit. This is what a lot of people are reporting now. But, well, I actually think, while I normally yeah. don't like when you say this is what a lot of people are saying, yeah, actually a lot of people are saying that right now. Exactly. So what I'm saying is the Bengals were dealing with all that distraction. Of course they were going to come out flat. What did you expect? They're just going to play like normal. They're football players. They need to be focused on football. And I think they got this one out of their system. John. That's a good point. Again, like they needed to win, sure but they knew that the Ravens weren't out there to, to try to win either. The Ravens were out there to keep the Bengals' offense and their entire starting lineup on the field as long as possible to roughen them up a bit. The, the Ravens found this line that they were just trying to toy with. They would go over a little bit, then they would go right back on the other side, right? They would do it just enough to not be penalized for some of the antics that they were doing, but they weren't actually out there to try to win. Like We knew this because they didn't play their full offense. They didn't have Mark Andrews, J.K. Yeah. Dobbins, Kevin Zeidler out there. They had their third-string quarterback out there. They didn't even try to have Tyler Huntley out there because they're saving Tyler Huntley for this game because they know the Mar Jackson's not out there. Like yeah. the Ravens are just this mess out there that they weren't trying to actually win. They were making this whole facade like, oh, we want this playoff game. You know, we're gonna vote for this, so we're gonna we could have this playoff. We could have this coin flip out there. No, they were just trying to get the Bengals out there to just try their hardest, and the Bengals weren't about it. They were just like, no, yeah. we're just gonna be out there. We're gonna go through the motions. We're gonna just get this ugly win. Well, I think well, ugly win, but uh, yeah. Kappa got hurt. And that, that's another thing so I want to talk about, but. But yeah, but John, just going back to your point, I think that actually put more pressure on the Bengals because it's like, sure, oh, you better win this one. And I feel like the Bengals, they were in their own heads before that whole 
charade by the Ravens of like, we're not going to play our guys. But like you said, they knew that better than the chances of maybe winning, which they weren't going to do, and maybe winning the flipping coin, which they were, you know, 50-50 chance, better than those chances, the chances that, hey, we, we can basically get a couple guys injured. And so let's just, let's just make, and I, I really think that was their agenda. And John Harbaugh, basically by denying it, he admitted to it. But John, I want to talk about yeah. Kappa, because according to the, the very beloved Ted Karras, everybody loves this guy, but he says Kappa is the heart of that offensive line. And he's been playing like an elite guard. He and has been. John, I know this is going to be a silly question. You're going to say it's silly, but look, Kappa plays right guard. Lyle Collins is a big guy, okay? He's not that healthy for a tackle, but maybe, here's what I'm saying. He plays right next to him, it's one position over. It's like when you go to buy shampoo and the bubble bath formula is like right next to it, you accidentally buy the bubble bath formula and you know, it, 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 it can work. Yes, I mean, you might end up with a big bubble on your head like you look like an astronaut, but my point is, John, you can just, it's right next door. He's right next door, he's the right guard, he's a big guy, he can just bulldoze people. What do you think? What's the question? What is the question? <laughs> can Lyle Collins come back as a guard? He, no. Like, he, he's, he tore his ACL. Yeah, he's not back until he's out. next season. Oh, Lyle Collins tore his ACL. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, so that I. We yeah. have two injuries on the offensive line. <laughs> then we're really I, I, not doing well. Yeah, no. I, I, I don't want to go out here on that note, but I will say this. The Ravens are bullies, and we know they're bullies because they know we know that they cannot compete with the Bengals from a talent perspective. That's why they're pulling all these cheap antics, these cheap tricks. They're trying to get the Bengals off of their, uh, off of their stance a little bit, and that's exactly what they're going to try to be doing on Sunday night because the, the Ravens team isn't going to be that much different. They're going to have a few more guys playing, but they're going to play the similar type of game, and it's going to be an ugly game, and if the Bengals are to win, it's going to be an ugly win, and that's just what it's going to be, but the Bengals can still definitely win. That's still what I would probably expect out there, so until next week, I hope that I'm talking about a win, so I'll catch you guys later. See you, John. Uh, I okay. wanted John's opinion on T. Wow. Higgins' injury. He had to go. Right at 8 o'clock. That's crazy. Yeah. Right on time. He's a punctual guy. He is. Yeah, All I right. So but I guess at this point, yeah, go ahead. There's well, a lot I'm to say. I'm curious about T. Higgins' injury. I mean, we've got a, a line conversation to have, certainly. I mean, seeing Kappa kind of get rolled in the leg like that was horrifying when we're trying to think about our postseason journey and our run and I think it's more frustrating even when you think about last season and that we were like a couple good O-line guys away from the Lombardi and that's what sort of hit me in the stomach I was like oh please don't let be this be the one missing ingredient but I mean what's the guy's name Max Scarping Sherpy whatever his name is I think it's Sherpy he's he's had what four or five years in the NFL? This is yeah. I think he was on the Cowboys before. So I don't know. I I just I'm hoping that what ails us last year is not what comes back to bite us in the ass this year. Well, yeah, I'm a little bit stressed out too, but I, I like what John was saying. Look, here's the way I see it. Okay, what's actually I think starting to bubble up and spring up uh, in the NFL is a new rivalry. And it's a rivalry between the Bengals and the Ravens because the, the Ravens really did do us wrong. I mean, if you watch that game, they were being nasty. 
we're, we have the regional thing going on. I don't think the Steelers are good enough anymore to be the main rivals to the Cincinnati Bengals, nor the Browns. But if you look at the Ravens, and the, this, is, this is a big rivalry. I think the main thing going into this game is who is in a better headspace? It's the Bengals. Who's in a better talent space? It's the Bengals. Who's angry? Who's got something to prove? Bengals, Bengals. Right. And, yeah. and, if I may, yeah. who's got the experience now? The Bengals. The Bengals more recently and, and, have been to the Super Bowl. And look, and, yeah, go ahead. And so I, I think, personally, which we're going to see, is a big, big, big victory next uh, this coming Sunday. I think the yeah. Bengals are just going to come in there and you're going to see well, them put out all the moves. And it's going to be a major win for the Bengals. Major yeah. win. And here's why. It is a quarterback-driven league, folks. And the Ravens, we don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to play. We don't know if he wants no. to play. We don't know no. if he likes the game of football. Well, he does. He does like the game. I don't know if he likes the Baltimore Ravens. He's not practicing. Like so we know he's not I don't think he likes the yeah. Baltimore Ravens very He doesn't like the Baltimore right Ravens. He, he had a, 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 you know, again, every year it's a new, have you noticed? Every year they have a new ligament. It's a PCL this time, right? They yeah, they keep inventing ligaments. Yeah, which is fine, which is fine, because they know no one's going to do the research. But anyways, here's the thing. They say that was supposed to be a couple of weeks. It's been like a couple of years now, I think, since he's played. And their backup, Tyler Huntley, he has not been very good. And the Bengals have, I would say, the biggest advantage at quarterback in the entire league. Now, a lot of people are saying, no, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. I don't know, uh, so-and-so is the MVP. Jalen Hurts is the MVP. So I have decided to be objective here and hire an independent researcher Yes. To tell us who the real MVP of the NFL is. So I want to introduce. Finally. Here's Alexis. what we need. Facts and data. Yes. Yeah. And here, Unbiased. You, will not believe, you will not believe the analytics that this researcher has found. Show it us. It is amazing. Yeah. So welcome to Alexis Taylor. Hello, Alexis. Hello. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's lovely. Alexis, I am just fascinated by your dedication to the game of football and to analytics. Yeah. And you, your resume says that you are an independent researcher currently tasked with determining who the true MVP of the NFL is. Now, you, I've heard you have your own analytics site. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, like pro football focus or yeah. PFF. Well, right. we are TFF and that's true football focus. And essentially, wow. you know, we take a lot more into account when grading a player, such as bad coaching or play calling, like, you know, out in Denver or, you know, franchise's history like the Browns or just bad vibes. Yes. Yeah. All vibes. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. a very important measurable quality. Yeah. 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 Vibes I, are very and, I, important. and I love the truth. I love I, the yeah, truth. truth. I love the true Finally. facts and true analytics. I love that. All that stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah. Where so, have okay. I heard this before? Truth. Yeah. The Go truth for it. is great. So let yeah. me ask you something. How do you grade Joe Burrow? Uh, love him. Yeah. Here's the thing. He's actually yeah. broken our system. It's a scale wow. of one to a hundred. And he right. is at a 5,300. He is a perfect NFL roster all on his own. Wow. That, Wait, that Alexis, makes so much sense. Yeah. It, yeah. This is amazing. It is. You, you have come in. Let me just summarize for the viewers. You have Please. come in as an objective, objective, an analytical reporter. You know, working I'm for now, now, Alexis, if I may, working for a website that no one has heard of up until this very moment. But but hey, that's not a bad thing because it's new. And 
Sometimes you'd be surprised. Sometimes there's a whole demographic looking for a different version of a website. A different version of the truth. Yeah. yeah. And you're telling us that that in a scale of one to a hundred, Joe Burrow is not two times that or three times that, but fifty-three times 53. perfection. So here's what I would bet that one of the data points is going to be good vibes and swag on a 26-year-old man confident enough to wear a white turtleneck that looks like he took it out of a middle-aged lady's closet. If you can pull that off, that's got to be at least a thousand points. Well, Uh, you know, Alexis, if I may, uh, Daddy, if I may, a lot of people uh, get on the case of of pro football focus because I, I don't know if you know this, but they're located in Cincinnati. Right. Where is true Where football you, focus? Where Where's your headquarters there, Alexis? We are located shortly out of the nation's capital in Arlington, Virginia. Wow. Doesn't oh. get any more wow. objective than That's that. That's where the That's CIA amazing. is. Wow. She's got all the information. Okay. So Alexis, let me ask you something. Here's a question that a lot of people are going to be asking. They say, look, he has okay. a 5,300 out of 100. That's, that's great. That's great. What about, yeah, what, about, what about what the standard systems would calculate as mistakes, his interceptions? Yeah. How, Fumbles, you, interceptions. Do you, yeah, yeah. How do you, what do you do with those? You see, yeah. Every other type of, you know, analytics, they would say, oh, you know, you threw an interception and they don't account for things like drop passes or, you know, receiver fell down, butterfingers, things like that. So, you know, we really take that into account because um, a lot of those borough interceptions are really not on him. A lot of them are, you know, just. I'm wondering, I'm wondering, Alexis, with the with the 5300 score, if really any of those interceptions are on him, it would sort of seem like maybe none. So, so Alexis, look, so we know that Joe Burrow, he said he said that a lot of his interceptions were from batted balls. And he's right. I mean, most of them, they came from batted balls, they're freak accidents. They were accurate passes, but they were batted into the air and intercepted by T.J. Watts and who else? Was it Miles Garrett? I don't remember all those passes. I mean, it's you know T.J. Yeah. Watts, Miles Garrett. That's what they right. do. Right? Yeah. yeah, thieves. So, but here's my question: Those are still interceptions. So, how are you? Who is being, you know, credited with those interceptions if it's not Joe Burrow? So, um, Carson Palmer actually. Wow. Wow. Out. Now I know you know Carson hasn't played in a while, but his last you know season in. Cincinnati, he uh, he had some balls that should have been interceptions. Yeah, you know, I remember, um, I remember very well. Yeah. Goodness, they weren't. But you know, as I, I've you know been watching Cincinnati for so long, I um, Adam Jones and Chris Henry came from my alma mater, so I've always been keeping an eye out since they've been in the league. And I I I noticed, and I said, you know what, that's not right. That's not right that Joe Burrow has these interceptions and Carson does not. And wow. so. Amazing. We actually uh, are petitioning the league to have wow. that rectified. You know, just some karmic balance for the franchise. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and so I'm guessing Carson's rating must be pretty darn low on the 0 to 100. Can uh, it go negative on the TFF? It, no, we have no negatives. And, okay. you know... It's solid zero. He's a solid it's, zero, yeah. And, Carson, and Carson's a great guy, I'm sure. You know, sure. charitable. Yeah. Um, He's a bum. Okay, it's, it's, it's it's a different B word, but yeah, very close. But let me let me just Alexis. Well, they have to go somewhere, so they I have to go. Somewhere. They have to go somewhere. And what she's saying is that look, those interceptions should have been charged against the Cincinnati Bengals team, and to make up for that, now they're being 
charged against it's a debit girl, system and it's not fair and so she basically so, if if i may carson palmer is carrying the shall we say cross right no no joe burrow is right i mean joe burrow is, is the one who's he he, he is, is well you're 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 shall we say crucifying palmer for the sins of joe burrow i mean is that no 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 no, no. look there joe burrow has no sins let's be clear yeah. oh let's i'm sorry clear. alexis let me ask you something you are petitioning the league how is that how is that whole process going um, surprisingly, it's going well. You know, wow. I know someone who knows someone and, you know, we've gotten far. We are in the second round of hearings and, you know, Carson's legal team, they're not too pleased about this, but they don't really have access to the data that we do. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're a little biased also. And, you know, I am completely unbiased. And uh, yeah. I think that we may have a favorable resolution a little bit after the Super Bowl. You know what the resolution is going to be, right? We're going to sit and figure out how many of those interceptions we'd credit to Palmer, and then they're going to make us flip a coin. Heads is going to be attributed to Burrow, tails to Palmer. I mean, that I, I think that's the only way the NFL knows how to do resolutions. Well, we have a solution for that. We're just going to use a coin with two tails. Oh. Yeah. This yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, this is brilliant. TFF. Alexis, I mean, this is what real research, I just, I mean, look, John is great. He's not on the show right now, so we can say this though. John is a great kid. He's a great yeah. kid. He works really hard. But there, there are levels to this, as they say. There are levels. Mm -hmm. And Alexis has taken it to a whole other level. Alexis, we really love having you on the show. And we, before you go, could we get your prediction for this Sunday, the wildcard game, that features Joe Burrow, and I want to know who your player of the game is. I have a good feeling. I, I have a guess. Who it is. I think I know who it is, yeah. but I want to know the score and your player of the game. Or we could say you're Joe Burrow of the game, because like you um, said, he is like the 53-man perfect roster on his own. Yes, go ahead. Honestly, I think that uh, 34 points will be scored by the Bengals. Um, Joe Burrow will be responsible for 28 of those points. And he will be my player of the game. I thought you were going to say Aussie Aussie. Okay. No, no um, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, he will not carry the team the way Joe will. But, you know, I think it'll be a win for everyone. You know, when Joe does amazing like he always does, all of Bengals Nation is happy. And that is just our desired outcome. Thank you. That is fantastic. You, you, if you need to, I know if you need to get back to the library or – back to the you know researching yeah. you're free to go or you can you can stick around we'll be wrapping up the show thank you so much Alexis. um you know what i'm just, i'm gonna sit here and, and let y'all have okay. it and just, i'm just so well, happy we have to use it. all these facts you've given us these tff facts yeah. Yeah. can you tell us though before you go alexis are there two or three category it sounds like joe burrow ranks high in all of them but are there like any that he's just particularly blowing it out of the water um honestly the vibes are immaculate yeah yeah the vibes, the vibes, the vibes. you know and it's like it's it's neck and neck with the talent the talent is you know off the charts obviously yeah um from lsu to the pros he's just taken off you know um it's unfortunate that his acl couldn't keep up with him but him and that arm amazing um the vibes the cartier glasses cranberry suit like come oh, yeah. on. Ooh, the, the, the cranberry suit alexis Alexis, yeah. let me ask you something. I, I believe I read an article of yours talking about body language and facial gestures as well. And I know yeah. Joe Burrow, he always looks like a winner. And that, that has to account for a lot. 
Oh, of course. He is just, you can just smell the champion coming oh, out. Oh, the of smell. Court. That's another the one. The smell of the champion. You had the whole, yeah. You had the whole, yeah. It's, it's Absolute like toasted winner. almonds, is what they say. And, and it radiates. You know, you can see his teammates, his receivers, they really just buy into what he's doing. And, you know, they would do anything for him. Yeah. Amazing. It's just so interesting. It's just so nice, sort of He's like He's hear. like the yeah. groom on top of a wedding cake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. So, Bridget, your prediction, please. We're already going to predictions. I feel what? like without Did John, anyone... I don't know if we have anything else to say. <laughs> Does no one else understand the game of football? What well, obviously, Alexis. More than this, what might we would happen have to... Sunday well, night. Bridget, what would you like to discuss? So I am really curious about T. Higgins' injury. T. Higgins got hit pretty hard, and they said, what did they call it, a pointer? Is that a thing? Is that an injury? Do we this think is, that's going to I just said we have... don't have John, Bridget, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't know. I, I'm just curious how that impacts his ability to practice this week and how, if at all, that it... Maybe I'll just put it out to our viewers or listeners. Let us know what you think. If you think T. Higgins' injury is a factor at all, if it's like NBD, dude's got it. I think he's got it. Um, We are undefeated now. I bought a T. Higgins jersey on Thanksgiving, and since I received it, we are undefeated. And so I'm I'm just going to back myself right out of that. T. Higgins is fine. Never mind. Prediction is Bengals win 28-24. Well, I mean, you just saw the T. Higgins prediction that we got from Ferocho Cinco. So I just hope you saw that. Two touchdowns, 140 yards. But I just want to say, before we end, a lot of people know that we have a Patreon. And they, they're wondering where the money goes. They always want to know what you're doing with the money. They don't just trust you with their money. And this is, this is a big part of it, is this kind of research that we're doing with Alexis. That's why we can't get more analysis from her. It's going to be out of our, you know, it's going to be out of basically what we can afford. But I, yes, before we close, I want to get Hoji's prediction, please. Hoji's prediction, please. My Hojoscopes, so to speak. Well, it was a rough day yesterday somehow it's been a rough week for the Bengals I mean they had the Bills game which they would have won they tried to be kind and then the NFL punished them and you know what there's a hashtag never forget about that the Bengals are never going to forget that their act of kindness was met by betrayal like on the Ides of March when Caesar was stabbed by his best friends including Brutus yes I'm looking at you Buffalo Bills you were the ones we were trying to help and then you stabbed us in the back Fine. I look at you, Ravens. You think that by twisting the leg of our best offensive lineman and by slamming the chest of our our wonderful, joyful T. Higgins, you can put us out? No, no, no. You've never seen a Rocky movie, have you? What you're about to see is a karmic storm, the proportions of which we have yet to fully fathom. Because karma is on the side of the Bengals. The Bengals did the right thing with the Bills, and they played like gentlemen against the Ravens. And that karmic storm has been building, festering. And what you're about to see this coming Sunday is a downpour of karma for Bengals against everybody else. It's going to catapult. It's going to be like a flood, an avalanche that will pour this team, will rush forward into where? Right into the AFC Championship and then the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. I don't predict yeah. a close game. I predict an angry Bengals against these bugle boys in purple, these, mm, how shall we call them? You know, really, I, I, I am really upset at the Ravens. Anyways, I predict 41-17 score. And that 17, that 17 will be junk time, garbage time points. Mm. Player of the wow. game will be Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow will be like a madman straight out of hell. The, his f- ranking of 5,300 in this game alone will go to 5,400 on the TFF. I'm going to be checking TFF, by the way, Alexis. I'm going to be checking every day to see if that score goes up. I predict that as my wow. horoscope. Well, speaking of raging storm festering, I, I have to cut this show short. I'm not feeling well, but... I will say this. This is going to be an interesting game, okay? Because it looks like Lamar Jackson, like we said, either his injury, I don't know what his injury is, but it looks like he is trying to show his value by having the Ravens fall flat on their face, and that's what they've been doing on offense. So they don't, they don't look like they have a chance. But then if you saw the game last week, that physicality, I mean, that makes anything possible. They can make a few turnovers happen early. You know, maybe they get, uh, you know, they get the, you know, J.K. Rowling's is going to be back, and maybe they get a couple of long runs, right? Anything could happen. Wait, now, J.K. Rowling, by the, the way, just back. for people who yeah. know, okay, running back, because yeah. I know so, her mostly as the author of the Harry Potter series. She's versatile. But here's the thing. She's okay. had some bad press recently. This might be a way to, um, a little PR yeah. stunt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, she's what got a, she's got a name wrong. anger streak. Oh, it she's could very, be that yeah. too. Yeah. She, runs, she runs angry. Here's the thing. They could, they could on defense make it happen such that the offense can play conservative and do just enough and win a, a low score game. So this is kind of strange, but I'm going to say that the Ravens pulled it off. Wow. I think they do. I think they pulled it off. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I do think they pull it off. And the final, final score? score, final score will be 38 to 10 Cincinnati. That is my prediction. Wait, Joe wait, 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 so wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, TFF score put, of 600. Yeah, go ahead. Put it in reverse here. Now, if, right. if the Ravens are pulling it off, as pulling you say. Pulling it off. Yeah. Well, what, what, what exactly, how does that lead to a Bengals win by 38? I thought that was obvious, 10. but okay. Once again, let me explain. So okay. when you break a vase yeah. in your house right. or a cookie jar and you sure. have to hide it from your mom or from your wife, what do you do? You tape it back together. Okay. And you try to hide what you did. Hide the mistake. Eventually, that person, that uh, authority figure, that female empowered Bridget, I know you like, like that, that very empowered. Well, this is only a metaphor, Daddy. I wouldn't right. really call this feminist. Right. But, okay. but what happens is eventually they pull off the tape and the whole thing crumbles. The Ravens have been trying to hold their season together. They don't have a real offense. They don't have a quarterback that wants to play for them. And the season has been, look, they have a winning record. They were pretty close to the AFC North title. But finally, the playoffs, it's, they, it's gonna, they're going to pull off the tape, the, and, they're go- and we're going to see the real Ravens, which is a bad team at this point. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Does that, does that make sense? I thought it was pretty clear from the beginning. but It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, but wow. Yeah. Wow. So Can we have I Alexis to- on every show? I want to get Alexis every show. The positivity, really think, Alexis, yeah. that you... I mean, just the mere fact that vibes factor in. I've been saying mojo and vibes should factor in for years into statistics. Yeah. Yeah. This was amazing. Amazing. And so with that, yeah. I want to thank Alexis Taylor of TFF. Obviously, John oh, yeah. the Brain Sheeran was on here earlier. Oh, yeah. Did a great job. Bridget the HR, Jan Cars, even Bridget was here. 
And I even, would, even that's Bridget. about all we can say. Yeah, even Bridget. Don't, look, don't forget to subscribe, turn on notifications, and uh, follow us everywhere you get your podcasts. We'll see you next time. So long, Sviti. Bye. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.